Hello and welcome to a 50% more nasally That Park Life <laughs> podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Greg. Should I start talking like that too? Yeah, you can hold, hold your nose. <laughs> hey guys, I'm so sorry I'm getting over a cold. Uh, and I'm Beth here hanging out, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome back to That Park Life podcast, everyone. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing okay now. I just had a cold for most, for most of last week. And mm-hmm. um, if you're following along closely, you may remember that I mentioned I was doing like an Ohana dinner and then going to um, Magic Kingdom for the night with my family. But I had to I had to cancel on that because I wasn't feeling well. And um, don't feel too bad for me because I still got to go to Ohana, just on a yeah. different night. Mr. Birthday Banana. Let's talk about your birthday bonanza. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, did you say birthday banana? Birthday bonanza. Okay. Your birthday banana is put away. Very appealing. Um, Thank you. <laughs> um you it seemed like you had like the best birthday ever so i I wanted to hear more about it so first and most important just uh, a sincere thank you to everyone who wished me happy birthday yourself included beth but everyone who replied to our story or commented on a on a post were you mad about the photo i used i just love using that photo no why would i be mad (laughs) i mean i gave you or provided that photo at some point so obviously you know i'm not embarrassed it's on on instagram that's what i mean so i'm good yeah your fanny pack um oh that's what it was i was gonna ask you a question about the fanny pack on there hold on let me pull up this photo because i was like i need to ask him about this and i was gonna do on the pet chat but i'm gonna do it here now there's a lot to unpack in that image it's big giant glasses an airbrushed design shirt I had a okay, lot of hair. Okay, it was the thing that's hooked on the fanny pack next to the fanny pack. Oh, it's, is is it, it a green? water? Yeah, is it a water it's a, bottle It's holder? a camera case. Camera so case. A, a, a camera with film, film in it. Okay. And then your shirt, I was trying to understand, a, Dare to Stare? It's a Goosebumps shirt. Okay, gotcha. Remember Goosebumps, everybody? I was like, I have, to, I have some questions about this photo. <laughs> Number one, I just love the shorts, okay? I just have to comment you on that. And also, you're wearing, like, Nike... I don't know what kind of Nikes they are, but I think I'm, they're basketball style. Yeah, but you know, like, you know that I right. wasn't playing basketball. Like you've never stepped foot on a basketball court no. ever. Like if you did, probably something was wrong. Yeah. Um, there was a fire. But in yeah, the building. it was yeah. the fanny pack, and it's so low. Like you're like really like thugging it low with the fanny pack. <laughs> um, and then I just had that question about the um the thing next to it. I was like, I have to find out what that is. Your glasses are incredible. Love the freaking yeah, glasses. You can eat dinner off of them. They're gigantic. <laughs> I'm they're little sure. windshields. I mean, I feel like some older family members of mine had those glasses. Mm-hmm. And I do want, also want to point out that Mickey Mouse is not bending his knees or anything. And you're almost as tall as him there. Mickey has grown over the years. Yeah, as Mickey's have I, short. So. He'd be short. He's, uh, and your little sister is like, that. which sister is this? I only have one. She's my, uh, oh. obviously a younger sister. Yeah. And she's seven and a half slash eight years younger than I am. Okay. Because she's like little, little. She's little, yes. Back when Adorable she was cute. There. Anyway. So anyway, anyway, it was my birthday banana. And um, I wanted to make the most of it. So we, um, I think I left off with you all last week that we were going to be staying at the Grand. And I said, you know, keep your ears open. What's the word? Um, they might change. Subject to change, basically. Because we were originally staying at Old Key West. But we switched to the Grand. and um, But yeah. we decided to keep it there. We were, I mean, you know, we're using our, our points. We're DVC members. And... Uh, we ultimately always want to try to get to Bay Lake Tower, but you know what? We never stay at the Grand. The last time we stayed there was for our wedding in 2015. Yeah, it was like, I, I don't think you've stayed there since I've known you. Yeah, so since we've been doing like, this podcast. Now, by the way, we're coming up on four years oh soon of this podcast. And almost, we're almost at 200 episodes. 
It's um, coming, y'all. Yes. And um, anyway, so we wanted to stay there, so we did. So on that, my birthday was Friday, but our stay was Thursday into Friday because we were also going to the Christmas party mm-hmm. on Thursday. So on Wednesday, I was able to lock in a Ohana reservation um, for 5.15, which is a great time. I, I, we do prefer, like, maybe a little earlier, but as far as dinner yeah. times go, like, that's still a solid time. That's not time. bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we got that last minute. I will I will tell you until I'm blue in the face, that is really, if you can't get it at your 60-day mark or whenever your reservation's, you know, 60 days from your check-in date is, um, try, try last minute. Obviously, the fewer people in your party, the more likely you are to get a table. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's just me and Nicole, so a table of two isn't really difficult or as difficult as others. But, I mean, we're talking within that 24-hour mark. Just keep just keep refreshing. It's a chore. I was at work, and I told people at work, I was like, listen, I'm working, but I'm, I'm refreshing this every 10 minutes. So I left my phone open, and I just was like, I'd be doing stuff, and i just hit like the little, and like pull it down to refresh the times or whatever. Mm-hmm. And eventually a 5.15 popped up, so that's how you do that. What time did that pop up at, though? Like, how long had you been doing it? Um, I was on hour, like, three, probably. Okay. Listen, some, some really, things are worth it. Literally, worth it, it to I you, mean... Yeah. Doug's the same way. He would tell you the same thing. He's like, you just got to play the game. You got to keep doing it until you mm-hmm. get what you want. So I know that maybe that isn't ideal for everybody, mm-hmm. but that is the game. I didn't invent the game, but I will play the game if that's what I have to do. <laughs> so I um, mean, you we... had the sneakers when you were younger to prove it. So <laughs> you know me, baller Greg. So uh, <laughs> we uh, so on Thursday we went to Ohana. It was a great time. We got great seats, not up against the window, but we still had you know we could still see the castle, mm-hmm. and. Um, just like a, just everything was perfect. It was just one of those nights where the chimichurri chicken perfect, was the perfect, best. Perfect, everything was great. Perfect. We went to Mickey's a very merry Christmas party. After that, mm-hmm. um, thanks for following along. Those of you that were checking out our stories that night on the podcast account, and um, I do want to point out something. So we, I mean, we talked about this so many times, but it's still important, I think, to share because it really is good advice. And that's you know, if you can, I'm aware that maybe you won't if you have kids because they are probably going to be falling asleep. But if you can make it to the second showing of the parade, that's always the jam, right? That's, mm, mm-hmm. that's the move as some kids would say. Um, but our spot was really interesting. So we, um, we started lining up at the second parade was at 11 o'clock PM and we got to our spot at 10 58 PM. So that's how you know it's not as busy. But where mm-hmm. we were was in Liberty Square, across the street from the Christmas shop. Okay. Um, not qu- not exactly near the entrance to, um, like that little building. Sleepy that, Hollow. That, yeah, I don't know what it's called. It used to be like an annual passholder building, and now I don't really know what it is. But up above is where the windows where the Muppets used to be, right? So that's what, yeah. what I'm talking about here. Yeah. And there's a little stand there that like sells fancy umbrellas, right? You've probably seen mm-hmm. it. Maybe you didn't know it. It's like right next probably to the Probably seen it Hollow. a million times. Yeah. yeah. You just didn't. So the way that the rope works there, when they rope off the you know viewing areas for the parade, um, there were, uh, it was like, I don't know, maybe like six or seven feet with just no one standing there because it was rope and then like enough space for a person to stand and then the cart. So like families weren't lining up there. So like, it looked like the people that were maybe saving that space. So we walked over and like, is, are you all saving the space? And they said, no. So we ducked. You couldn't walk. You couldn't get there without ducking under. So like, it was just us. It was like a lamppost that was blocking mm-hmm. anyone from going the other direction. One person we don't know, me and Nicole and like another couple that were older. And then that was it in our little like maybe 10 foot span. So huh. as the floats are coming down um, that little roadway there, you know, to get yeah. out of Liberty Square to get towards the hub, um, and the, you know, the characters on the floats are looking in our direction, they were like, one, they're like two feet away from you because they're so, like, right. we're right on the rope. And that's pretty, uh, it's a pretty narrow roadway to begin with. 
most of the characters, like a significant number of the characters were making like direct eye contact with mm-hmm. us, interacting with us. Nicole got mm-hmm. so much attention from the characters uh, on like on a variety As of she floats. Does. As she does. Yeah. She's the character whisperer. And uh, just everything like Bullseye, you know, the horse from Toy Story yeah. took his yeah. little hooves and drew a heart with them and pointed Aww. at Nicole. The um, On the world-famous uh, princess float, that's like the float that you see in every parade, regardless of whether it's a daytime or a nighttime parade. You've seen yeah. it. It's like the big metallic-looking one with the little towers yeah. on it. The um, fairy godmother is still up on her little perch up at the mm-hmm. top. She looks over at Nicole, does a special little wand flick for her and winks at her. And like it was just like we were VIP yeah. at, this, at this place. Also, you're kind of like, that's probably like dead middle of the parade. Yeah, so, it, so like, by the time it got su- to yeah, us... they're not all like, super tired yet. Like, yes. the energy's still there. You know what I mean? Because once they strong. hit Main Street, it's like, all right, this is the home stretch, y'all. Like, we really got to do turn. this. Yeah, yes. but I feel like during that little thing... And it's kind of maybe a little dark through that little it corridor. It was kind of dark, but, but when they get in front of you, that's where the big lights are. So, like, I guess yeah. if I had to give you a con for that spot, it would be that the videos didn't always come out super great. Mm, mm-hmm. But, like, the actual in-life Good experience, spot. which is maybe more important than the video, um, which is Well, and then you don't get... You don't get Snope over there, do you? No Snope. So Pros and, uh, okay, so yeah, no Snope. Yeah. The, really, yeah. that's just Main Street where you get the Snope. Yeah. Um, but just it, we just had like a that like mm-hmm. made the whole night basically. We we had plenty of fun of the rest of the night, but that was just like such a cool experience. Yeah. Um, to get like one on one basically with so many parade floats, and obviously, yeah. you know, when Donnie came by, Nicole was screaming. Oh so, yes, her boyfriend. Um, did you guys do like uh like did you go do the cookie trails like did they have I all that kind cookies. of stuff still That's like okay. listen that it's great. no it's no candy right like just I would rather yeah. you not insult me with these cheap cookies in the packages They're like just don't do anything. It's so fancy it's in its own packaging and I'm like you got these from Ingles down the street and you put them in a package <laughs> They're well, just Ingles. okay Actually I mean, you I know, know what I'm not going to um I'm not going to diss Ingles like that <laughs> Because Ingalls actually has a really good bakery, but you know what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. I don't prefer them. I mean, I tried a few of them. I was open-minded. They had a snickerdoodle one, one with icing on it, and then just a plain sugar cookie, I think. I don't know. What or kind chocolate of, do they have beverages, too, this yeah, year? Yeah, there no? was some cider, some eggnog. <laughs> I didn't partake in the beverages. I just wasn't in the yeah. mood. So um, we did do a couple of the of the um, event-specific things, like Speedway. So the Tomorrowland Speedway exists yes. you know, all year round. But for the holiday season, they deck it out a little bit. We got like big light up trees and like ornaments and just a bunch of decorations and it's so much cooler. I wish mm-hmm. they would do that. Just maybe not Christmas if they just like made it a light show throughout the year. It would be ten times cooler than it is. Yeah. Other than just a waste on the environment. And uh, <laughs> the projections on Space Mountain were cool this year. Like they had like um, kind of light sequences to music, you know. And uh, we didn't go on the attraction, but we went on the People Mover, and inside Space Mountain was a uh, rave. Um, they just play <laughs> like, like rock version of holiday music with a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean it a lot of flashing lights to the point where you Weird. can see the track. Like there are so many flashing lights yeah. that you, you could like, you, normally it's super dark or it's dark or Halloween. It's like truly dark. Right. Um, so that it takes away from like the space feeling, I guess the space mm-hmm. element, but it was a party in there. What about club tinsel? Saw that you were there. Club tinsel, you know, back in the day. At least mm. two, no, 2019, um, the last time yeah. we went to Club Tinsel, there were the elves dancing as well as the big, I think they were white reindeer or something. Yeah. Um, like, and they had like the big antlers and they had ornaments on their antlers, which were yeah, always fun to I watch. I was like, where are the They weren't there the video. this year, which is, Also, you know, I did, I did want to point out that uh, the video you posted of the elves dancing, it looks straight up out of like when uh, Jack Frost takes over the North Pole. 
in Santa, Santa Claus, Claus 3. 3. <laughs> and like they all hate their lives. Yeah, I was like, it might have been. These guys look like they hate their lives. Yeah, I don't know if they were. They're into probably it. like, we're the freaking reindeer. Bring the reindeer back. <laughs> but. Um, so Club Tinsel, not as lit as it once was. Yeah, it's calming. Yeah. It's cooled down a little bit. Mm. But still fun if you're into that I kind of thing. I wonder why they weren't doing the reindeer anymore. Or if that was just you know, like they only come out at a certain time. Sometimes when Disney doesn't provide the entertainment, guests have to bring mm. it themselves. So later, we went back later on in the night to refill my bottle of water mm-hmm. at Cosmic Rays. And there were these two, I'm going to say, middle-aged women who <laughs> were just dancing the house down. Um, That's and, me. I'd be that yeah. one. Yeah, they were. They're like, they, you know what? If you're gonna play the jams, I'm gonna dance. <laughs> yes, and they were. They were. They were making the most. I will tell you that. Oh my gosh! So, so we had good. a great. We truly had a great time at the party. Yeah. Um, I know that the the cost of the ticket has increased over the years. Yeah. I will say we like, truly had just, like such a great time. Well, I'm not buying a ticket unless they bring the reindeer back. That's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, pencil. like we so we went to the totally Tomorrowland Christmas show or whatever. Yeah. It's a totally Tomorrowland Christmas, and we just thought it was like a dance party because t- in the past. You know, like Mike Wazowski mm-hmm. comes out with Just his big arms. Just been a DJ. His big arms. Um, yeah. is dancing. And Sully comes out with his big arms, like, you know, mm-hmm. almost dragging them dancing. But this time it was a show, like a stage show with like a storyline. Um, Buzz, Lightyear, Mike Wazowski, and Stitch were all involved. And it was like good. I mean, it was, you know, oh. it was corny, but it was good. Yeah. Like we had a great time and it snowed at the end and it was really cool. So we had a great I, time. Um, another thing I noticed too that I was like I don't remember this being one of the songs for the stage show but I think it's different than when we went to the Christmas party like years and years ago but um, the song from Muppet Christmas Carol they're like yes yeah that's when we we only caught the very end of it and that's the part that we caught which was cool yes yeah that made me laugh it's a good song I was like I had to tell my coworker she's really she loves Muppet Christmas Carol we watched it not that long ago together at work actually Oh, um, we had it on one time cause we were doing like a Christmas thing for our clients. And, um, so I was like, I thought of you because <laughs> I was like, my friend went to the Christmas party and posted a video and this is the song they were singing. So it's a but. great song. Um, we did stay at the, uh, Grand Floridian that night at the villas at the Grand Floridian. So in the DVC wing of things over there and our room, if you saw on our story, um, yeah. was like almost touching the monorail track. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. It was like super close. So close. So when I woke up in the morning, I just opened up the shades and there I was laying in bed and just watching the monorail go by. And like that, it was a, it was a nice moment. So it was a, it was a cool was view. Was it like, could you hear the monorail? With the door closed, um, I mean like faintly, right? But we went to bed because we went to the Christmas party. So by the time we were in bed at like one o'clock-ish, they're winding down at that point. They run yeah, usually about really like, I don't know, them. maybe 90 minutes after, right? So I I didn't keep me up. And then in the morning, um, I didn't, like, again, they didn't wake me up. But once I was awake, I heard, like, little go Mm -hmm. by, almost like a car, like, in the street, you know, outside your house, probably. It was no no louder than that. Um, But it was cool. We had a great time. It was our, you know, first time staying there in a few few years. Um, We did have breakfast there at the quick service. Gasparilla Island Grill talk about it a lot. Um, I have this new like thing that I've been trying out when we do breakfasts at quick service places because mm-hmm. I have a hard time choosing what I want. And uh, like often they'll have like the breakfast platter that has usually Mickey waffles and then like eggs and bacon or something yeah. or eggs and sausage or whatever. But there are some times where I want like more than one waffle, but I don't want like a whole waffle, like a whole like set of waffles and all that stuff. So we just order like a smattering of kids meals. <laughs> so for Nicole, she has her food allergies. So we got her two kids meals, which mm-hmm. was a, an, a, um, like a cheese, like an omelet sandwich, I guess is what a scrambled egg sandwich or I don't know what okay. they called it, but yeah. on gluten-free bread with a side of turkey sausage 
so she had the eggs and the bread, and I took the turkey sausage from that kid's meal. And then the other kid's meal were the Mickey waffles because she wanted eggs and waffles, but there was no platter that offered that. Um, okay. The bounty platter didn't have the Mickey waffle for, for, for that. So um, that's the way to do it. So, you know, we got the uh, you know little bottle of water and stuff, mm-hmm. or I guess maybe two bottles of water. And then I myself got an adult meal, which is the croissant sandwich, which was like eggs, bacon, and cheese. And I took her to- turkey sausage and put it on a sandwich, and Ooh, we just had yum. a little feast for ourselves. Yeah. So you delicious. got like... You just got that and then the two kids' meals. That's what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, like, cool. if you can't quite decide, consider, like, the yeah, kids' meals as appetizers, basically, mm-hmm. right? You get a little bit of something, and it's not super expensive. Don't get me wrong. I am ordering three meals for two people, but we were hungry, and we freaking ate. I mean, we, like, we housed that food. And yeah. And tater tots, everybody. Ooh. Potato barrels, as they call yeah, them. Yeah, potato but barrels. <laughs> I don't normally eat that tots, for breakfast. Nicole. I was on vacation. I was hardcore vacation mode. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, one last thing birthday. I want to mention about my birthday banana is um, <laughs> our, we, we went back to Magic Kingdom the next day, obviously, and we were staying, you know, right there at the Grand Floridian. And um, it was a beautiful day. It was warm in the sun, but, you know, we um, they were doing two showings of Festival of Fantasy, which I didn't really realize because it was like maybe like 11.45 or something. And there were people lined up on Main Street and we're like, What's Why? Happening? Because like there was a cavalcade. Like we got, I was like, oh no, there's a there's a a faff, as we say, a festival mm-hmm. of fantasy at twelve. We're like, what? So we just like sat right there on Main Street and had like a great view of festival of fantasy. And obviously, as Donald came by in his float, Nicole mm-hmm. was reacting and got and she got Donald's attention. And he did. She puts up the number one. She's always like, number one, Donna, you're number one. And you see him react. He puts up his finger as like number one, and he puts yeah. his arms in the air and goes crazy. And um, at the end of it, Nicole was like, oh, my gosh, she's still crying. And I'm like, what? So we, I, like, you know, we were next to a garbage can, so I had to kind of look around. There was a guest who was so emotionally overcome with seeing all of the Festival Fantasy Parade that she was legitimately crying. Not, like, embarrassingly crying, but just, like, having to wipe, like, tears. And um, it's just a, a gentle reminder, a kind and gentle reminder that people still have such a great time mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes we might find ourselves taking things for granted when we go to parks. Yeah. And it's maybe just the simple things for some people of just seeing mm-hmm. characters and floats that light up, clearly light up their entire day. So yeah. And I, maybe it you is just a nice little, you, know, you never know what people are going through. You know yes. what I mean? Some people are just going through some stuff and it's really, it's like everybody has a weird reason why they cry, like happily ever after or wishes or whatever it is. Like yes. everybody has a thing that's like, oh, it reminds me of this and that makes me sad and or it makes me think of this. And, you know, so. Yeah. So it's more magical because it's power. the most magical place on earth. <laughs> so that was my birthday banana. Oh, my gosh. Your birthday banana was just banana. cray cray. My birthday banana was not that cray. OK, well, you can always you can come here next time. That's right. Maybe I will and be like, I want to do what you did, Greg. Make it happen for me. <laughs> Make me a bicycle clown. Um, <laughs> anyway, should we talk about our new Amazon storefront? Yeah. So we've talked we've talked about in the past, you know, what we bring to the park, what we use in the park. And I talk about like, you know, running quite a bit. As I talked about on our Pat Chat, it's the two pillars of my personality is running in Disney. So mm-hmm. um and, you know, sometimes people ask me, like, what it is that I wear and stuff. So we were able to build a storefront via Amazon. So you'll find a link to our Amazon storefront, um, you know, in our um, in our show notes, in our, you know, in the, in the link in our Instagram yeah. account. 
uh, we do legally have to say they're affiliate links, right? So it's the right. same products that you buy um, when you go on Amazon. Just if you click our link, then we get a little something out of it. So you don't spend any more money, yeah. but like, you know, your boy Greg and your girl Beth get a little something, well, something. It's kind of the same as like if you were to hire a Disney planner, like you don't pay yes. the planner to do anything, but they get a little kickback from Disney on helping people navigate um, their trip. So it's really no different, um, yes. you know, and we're, we don't know, like we're not in it to make a bunch of money, but we're like, Hey, any little bit we get, um, can help us to do more Disney things. Yeah. I like going um, so to Atlanta guys. We can, <laughs> so that we can come on here and talk about it to you. Um, but yeah, it's just things that we've talked about before. I've like, I found like a whole slew of things that I'm like, yeah, like I like to wear these. I had to think about, I was like, I pretty much buy all my stuff for my trips from Amazon. So mm-hmm. it was kind of easy for me to build a quick list. I was texting all the links to Greg. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> these are all the things that we need to put on there because um, I mean, and it's like anything from like compression shorts that we wear or like leggings that I like to wear to mm-hmm. our favorite fan. I was like, I knew the fan Ooh, was going to be on fan. there immediately. That was the first thing I added was that fan. Yeah. I was like, I put the fan on there. <laughs> um, but just like things that maybe you didn't think about. So like collapsible water bottle or I don't know. It's just cool to look on there and be like, oh, I didn't think about that. That might be helpful for my trip or whatever. Or yes. get some ideas of things to, you know, to look at um, and get for your trip. So we're excited for it. Yes. Yeah, so again, you can find the link in our episode notes and uh, on our Instagram account and our website, thatparkofthepodcast.com. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. That's so good. So um, uh, I feel like we, we like kind of started to talk about this kind of stuff with Promise two weeks ago. We were talking about like Fort Wilderness and how she loves to yeah. explore things and stuff and um, got us thinking about revisiting because we've kind of talked about this before. So this is a slightly updated and just bringing everything back to the forefront here. But all the things you can do if you don't have a park ticket while you're here at Walt Disney World. So maybe it's a travel day for you and you didn't want to buy the ticket because you're only going to be in the area for maybe part of the day. Or you're just looking for like something outside the park to do. Um, whether, and this is all whether you're staying in a Disney resort or not. You don't, you know, I don't think there's any real rules here going on. Um, I will say... When we posted this to our Instagram account, a lot of suggestions came in about resort hopping, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not going to go to a park, the other main thing about Disney World are like the 20-something resorts. Mm-hmm. So why not um, go around? So I want to get a little more specific, though. Um, instead of just saying, you know, make sure you re- visit the resorts, I wanted to make sure we named some specific things you can do that either we recommend or some of you recommend some experiences that you all have had and have submitted um, to our uh, Instagram when I had posted the question, what do you like to do outside the parks? Mm -hmm. So I figured we could talk about some stuff we do and then some stuff that you all do and then also some things that are outside the resorts because not everything is resorts related. I have some others. Yeah. And and I actually learned some things, believe it or not. I I feel like I know lots of stuff. Like, there oh, are things out that. there to be done that I just didn't know. I like truly didn't know were a thing um, at the moderate resorts as well as deluxe. I feel like the deluxe are maybe the ones that get the most attention because they're like, you know, the fanciest. Everyone knows about the Grand Floridian. You know, they know it exists mm-hmm. or the contemporary because you drive by it. But there's like really something to do at almost every, something worthwhile to do at pretty much every resort. So um, let's get the ball rolling. Let's start with what? What we would recommend, and I would not say this is my exhaustive list, because as we talk about some things you suggested, I also have you know a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of common ideas. So the first thing I wanted to mention, 
And this is going to be no surprise to surprise, anybody. Surprise, surprise, so everyone. here we go again. Where do you think it's to... going to be? Um, <laughs> Wait, let's give everyone a second to think about where they yes. think Greg's going to talk about. And it's not the contemporary, because I feel like maybe that, that is what you're thinking. It's my other pl- the other home. It's the other That's, place. No, contemporary is my home away from home. There's and then this so other place is my there. home away from the home away from home. Yeah. And we'll be staying here in like two weeks or so. Wait, next week. Next week we'll be there. Very exciting times. I'm, of course, talking about Fort Wilderness and just a couple of quick things because there's, believe it or not, a lot to do, but these are more specific things I'm going to tell you. Um, just remember that to get there, um, if you don't have a dining reservations and your own vehicle, um, you can. there's so many options, right? You can take a bus to a park on the transfer. If you're in the area at one of the, the Bay Lake area resorts um, by ways of boat, you can get over there. Mm-hmm. You have a couple of options, but most of the time you can transfer at Magic Kingdom. Uh, most people do that. Okay. So I would recommend on a non-park day heading over for dinner at Trails End because it is the, the most valuable um, all, all you care to enjoy. But remember, their desserts, m- maybe not, right? I don't, can't yeah. recommend them. Yeah. But the meal itself is good. And you're gonna, you, I feel like you'll get your money's worth there as far as Disney um, family-style meals go. But then after that, so get the, like that, let that be the start of your night, not the anchor of your adventure. Um, you can follow that up with uh, Chippendale's Campfire Sing-Along. It is, that's not a paid-for thing. Mm-hmm. You can just hang out. If you do want to make s'mores, you, you do have to pay for marshmallows and, and like the kit. You can always bring your own from home if you want to pack s'more food. Um, but anyway, or if, you like, if you're the type that does like the grocery shopping and you get your food, you know, if you wanted to get, you can bring your own is what I'm getting at here. So dinner and then Chippendale's Campfire Sing-Along. If you do happen to be there with your own car, would uh, recommend go, going looping. As Promise said in hers, the uh, Shoelace Express, which is mm-hmm. to walk around, which you're welcome to do. You can take a bus around um, maybe to get to different places. Uh, and then once you're in those loops, you can walk around. There's just like, it's, a, it's an experience. It's its own community. It's really its own environment. Um, and you get your own little free uh, Chippendale sighting, right? They, they don't yeah. do autographs or anything. But they are around entertaining. There's a live singer playing a guitar. Everyone gets pumped up about it and claps along and sings, and the kids will like it. So something um, for free in addition to your paid meal over at Trails End at Fort Wilderness. Good one. That's a good one. Well, I'm going to um, kind of do sort of the same type of thing, but we're going to go to the Polynesian. Okay. And I think you should either do dinner at Ohana, or mm. you can also eat at Captain Cook's. And Ooh. you can do lunch at Captain Cook's. As well as dinner, it's just whatever you want to do. Obviously, we both love dinner at Ohana, but yeah. um, either one, you can find great food there. We've done episodes talking about the food at both places, obviously. Um, and then I think you could go down to drink at Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's is like a whole mm. experience in itself. You can um, order things from the bar, and the drinks are interactive that you order. So like certain things happen in um, in the bar, like depending mm. on what drinks are being ordered. So it's just kind of like an all, in, you know, kind of all inclusive like experience to go do that. It's Obviously, immersive, it's a little, right? Submersive, yeah. yeah. And it's a little bit more on the adult side. So I mm. don't know. You could take kids, but you may not want to. I don't know. Um, that's up to you. And then I was like, you can end your night watching the fireworks from the Polynesian. Yes. So that's kind of something you can do, um, even if that's like, you know, obviously you can't do fireworks in the middle of the day, but you could drink in the middle of the day at Trader Sam's and, have, and eat at Captain Cook's or Ohana. So, I mean, you could go drinking before dinner at yeah. Ohana. It's whatever you like to do up there. Um, and there's some good lobby sitting there in that place. I know we had a couple of people that talked about lobby, um, lobby sitting and people watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think Kim, Kim was the one yeah, that was talking about, up. yeah, that's coming up. Well, um, when we talk about our IG suggestions, but I thought that was a good way to, you know, 
something else to do. Yeah, totally agree. I will say just as a heads up, if there's like one, maybe two nights out of the year where you can't watch the fireworks on the beach. Yeah. And it's on like the super, super busy days, like 4th of July, they actually distribute wristbands for resort guests. And if you're not mm-hmm. wearing one, you can't stay on the beach. But we're talking again, like maybe yeah. three days out of the year. So the other yeah. 362 days of the year, you're probably golden to watch the fireworks. Yep. Just a heads up. Um, if, if it happens to be 4th of July weekend when you're trying that. Okay. Um, I would recommend heading over to the Wilderness Lodge Resort specifically for their hidden Mickey hunt. I mm. love a good like scavenger hunt type thing. Um, one, it gets you to explore the space, uh, you know, maybe see some things you haven't seen before. But what's nice about this is the resort itself is beautiful. We talked about it. It's, by the way, it's our most listened to uh, resort rundown episode, in case anyone's wondering. And so that was a popular one. Mm-hmm. It's mostly a history lesson, so you're welcome. Yeah. To a free history lesson. So, but anyway, it's a, it's a beautiful resort, right? I don't have to tell you that. If you want to know more about the resort, I would go back and listen to that resort rundown. But specifically, the thing I wanted to call out were the Hidden Mickey Hunts, which are free. Go up to the front desk. There are actually two. There is one for the Wilderness Lodge lobby and then one for the nearby Boulder Ridge Villa lobby. So the Boulder Ridge Villas are the first DVC expansion of the Wilderness Lodge. And it has its own little... I guess lobby, but they're not really a lobby because there's no like check-in desk there, but it's own mm-hmm. like little common space. And both of those, the main lobby of the Wilderness Lodge and the lobby of Boulder Ridge Villas right there, walking distance, have their own hidden Mickey hunts. And you just ask the front desk and they'll give you the two sheets. And they don't give two sheets. They'll give you the two sheets. And, um, and it's just like, it probably won't take very long. We're talking like maybe an hour max between the two. But if you have some time to kill and you want to do something fun and like, you know, have a little yeah. bit of a mini adventure. I would do that over there at Wilderness Lodge. Also, if you're staying over there, it's like take a break with the kids. Maybe that's something fun to do after lunch or mm-hmm. whatever. Like after maybe you've been at the pool hanging out and then you want to do something in the afternoon. That was that'd yes. be a fun thing to do. And it's all um, inside. All the Mickeys are on the inside, I think, anyway, from what I remember. So it'll be in the air conditioning. The air conditioning. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm going over to a couple of resorts because two resorts – um, offer these things. These were things that I learned. I was like, I did not know you could do this. Um, but it's horse-drawn carriage tours. Yes. Horse-drawn carriage rides. So Port Orleans is one of them and Fort Wilderness <laughs> is the other one. Um, and they're 25 minute carriage rides, but you know, they're for like smaller parties. I think it's like five people max, um, for these smaller ones. Um, but yeah, it's just like a fun way. I think the Port Orleans one goes by the Sasagula River. Yes. So it's like a nice little stroll. I mean, I'm sure it feels like it's straight out of like a Steel Magnolia <laughs> movie or something when you're riding in it. But um, those are $55 a person. So they're a little bit expensive. Um, $55 for the whole carriage. Oh, it is? I thought it, it was is, per yeah, person. It is, yeah. It's not per person. Okay, no, because so there's you and your family. It's like a one yeah. family thing. So that's not actually that bad then. Mm-mm. I mean, it is only 25 minutes, but, you know, um, just something like different and cool to do and uh i don't know like the route that the fort wilderness one takes i think it's um do you know that one for the The, so the the fort wilderness one is interesting actually they have two different types of horse drawn or like horse stuff there's like the like the hayride style where you're in like the like a big wagon almost that's the cheaper one you're stealing things yes Sorry, well, I thought that's kidding. what you're getting at. <laughs> no, and but then you're the right. The other one is like just yeah. for you and your family. But there, do you know about the holiday season stuff? I don't. So tell me uh, about it. 
almost just it's a holiday version. So it it's, yeah. um, looks like a sleigh that you're on instead of yes. just like a wagon or whatever, like a carriage. It's it's a sleigh yeah. themed thing. So it's the holiday, um, the holiday horse drawn carriage. Well, it's and cool. it's for the, the Fort Wilderness one. It's like the cabins and the campsite. So I imagine mm. they kind of go around in that area where there's like actual things to see there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that would be a cooler one to take. The horse drawn wagon excursion is cheaper, but you're just with a bunch of people you don't know. It's a bigger mm-hmm. thing. You're kind of like in a big wagon facing each other. Yes. Um, and that one's like $12 for adults and $8 for kids. And it's also mm-hmm. just a 25 minute ride. So, I mean, I would probably opt for, cause I'm like, by the time you take your whole family, you may as well just do the private one yes. depending on how big your family is. But, um, just something different, you know, cause it's like totally not something different. that you would think about doing at a Disney resort. So, yeah. I mean, you could be in the park or you can watch an actual horse poop while it pulls mm-hmm. you <laughs> around the grounds of Fort Wilderness. That's true. And then you can maybe figure out the mystery of who comes to pick it up. Well, they are wearing diapers, I think. But anyway. No, <laughs> they're not wearing diapers. There's just there's just poop in the middle of the road. And eventually someone picks it up. They don't have the hanging diaper things that they like put on all the horse and carriages. I guarantee I've, you they have those. I've seen poop in the road. I'm so sure that yeah, well sometimes human. It, sometimes they don't make it in the diapers, but I'm okay. just saying. Could, could be the poop bandit. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this is gonna sound generic, but it can be applied to really any resort you're staying at this is a, a disney resort specific but shop it's a great mm-hmm. time to maybe get your souvenirs out of the way so you're maybe not worrying about them in the park i know that sometimes when you're traveling with kids they don't understand that if you buy something at the beginning that means you can't buy it at the end like i, I get that so maybe you can save some resort time till the end um but it's a great way to like pick up gifts for people like sometimes i don't know about you but like if like if we have someone watching our dog or whatever like we usually try to get something or like you know like that kind of stuff yeah. Uh, we'll do it. We'll get our souvenirs out of the way. And there are some resorts, I swear, that just have like, I don't know what it is. We just have good luck at these places. Yeah. And I want to call those out. Um, we just fi- we feel like we find stuff there that are either unique or what I call hot items. Yeah. Like uh, that is one thing we noticed when we were in Disneyland Paris because they don't like Disneyland Paris. It's just not they're not big on merch over there. Hmm. But we noticed it was like you basically find the same things in all of the shops. Mm-hmm. At Disney World, it's not like that. Like you really have to go to other shops to find different things. You're not going to find the same things at every store. So that was yes. one thing that I kind of was like, I appreciate that about Disney World is whatever resort you're staying at, you're you're going to see different stuff than other hmm. resorts. So if you kind of want to have a shopping day, it's like hop on the monorail and go to some places, go to different resorts yeah. and shop or like go to just go to other resorts that you can get to. Um, from other transportation, which is another thing that we'll talk about. You can have a whole day doing, experiencing other transportation while you go shop around mm-hmm. to the different shops. Yeah. The two that I want to point out are, um, it's BVG at the Contemporary. Just, it that it, that is, at, it's, it's essentially the Emporium. Yeah, it's, it's a great one. It has things that the Emporium has, and it's sometimes the only other accessible shop that has stuff that's sold there. Mm-hmm. And we just always have good luck getting um, gifts there. Yeah. And um, for whatever reason, the gift shop at Port Orleans Riverside, the general store, mm, okay. I, I just, I don't know why, just we always find like more rare items there. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I wouldn't say there's any bad gift shop. That's not true. The Beach Club and the Yacht Club gift shops are just not, not my thing. Yeah. I feel like that's the opposite end A of the spectrum A little bit more generic maybe. But yeah, kind of. It's not really my thing. But I mean, I feel like um, the All-Stars can be a little bit generic, but you can still find good stuff in those. They all have like the same, like the, the stuff that's the same throughout, like it's your typical Disney stuff, right? But yeah. it's the it's the more unique things. Obviously, some of them are selling resort merchandise, right? Mm-hmm. So um, maybe it's just because I love the contemporary, but even like non-contemporary 
uh, themed things we find there just like constantly. Yeah. This was like, th- not even recently, this is for like years now. We've just always had good luck there. So I would, I would start there if you can get to these places. Yeah. I mean, contemporary is a monorail ride away. And then for um, Riverside, if you don't want to do a, um, like a transfer out of park, you get yourself to Disney Springs. You could take a nice little boat ride over down the Sasagula. Sasagula. Um, takes you from Disney Springs. And that route is Saratoga Springs Resort, Old Key West Resort. Then you go underneath Disney Vacation Club Way and you wind up on the other side, which is where the two Port Orleans resorts are. So that's four resorts on one boat mm-hmm. boat route if you want to get to some other places. That's a good one. Um, the last like resort thing that I had, and this is sort of... Um, you know, it's for the holidays, like so it's only for a certain amount of time. But I was like, that's like a good two two months or so out of the year yeah. for the holiday stuff is going well, really, it's longer than that, because they start, you know, fall stuff in August and it goes to, you know, December. So um just holiday stuff at the resorts. There's so mm. much holiday things going on. Um, Grand Floridian specifically, obviously uh, most people know about this is the gingerbread house experience, but it's like mm-hmm go there and the cool thing is just going to see all the decor at the different resorts because everyone has a christmas tree they're usually themed they're all different uh different sizes different colors so if you are really into christmas decorations and stuff like that go to the different resorts and see all the decorations and you can do that during the day you can do it during at night Mm -hmm. uh during night you can you know what i mean it's like go have dinner somewhere and then go look at all the christmas decorations lit up so i feel like um during the holidays is a great time to go, even though it's crazy busy. There's plenty of stuff to do at all the other resorts to see. So, yeah. And usually, I wanted to throw this out there, too. Usually, there's, like, a specific holiday, like, goodies, like, treats like and treat? stuff that you can yes. get. Yeah, you know, that's a good general uh, piece of advice is if you are staying at a resort that has, like, a sister resort nearby, um, check, just pull up the app, pull up the My Disney Experience app. And check out their menu to see if it's like maybe worth your time to go over. Mm-hmm. But definitely explore because typically they have just different items, right? Yeah. Don't get me wrong, some crossover and some of them if they're that close to each other. But I'm saying like if you're staying at either Art of Animation, Pop Century, Riviera, uh, Caribbean Beach, you know, the four that are on the, the Skylander line. Mm-hmm. And really even Beach Club, Yacht Club, you can get there by Skylander too, um, you know, Boardwalk. Those are all very different resorts. Maybe Pop and Art yeah. are similar, but the rest of them pretty different from each other and they're all just a, a short short ride away so i always pull up i still do that now to this day because some things change some things are seasonal so i'll pull up the menu if there's anything i like i go over in that direction mm-hmm. and check out their their cupcake situation or their treat situation like, which is how i stumbled upon <laughs> the uh melting snowman at the grand floridian this weekend yeah which was a s'mores based treat and it was just it was delicious s'more what S- yeah s'more money that i don't need to be spending <laughs> on desserts Okay, one That's last thing sure. I'll mention that was from me specifically before we move on to some um, suggestions about things to do in the lobby. And there's, these are great suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a really important one for really any vacation you go on, but specifically Disney. Just relax. Yeah. Maybe sometimes, relax. sometimes doing nothing is doing something. Mm-hmm. And I think you owe it to yourself to just like absorb, right? You don't always have to be go, go, go. Um, relax at the pool. Every one of the resorts has a pool. Some of them fancier than others. You don't always need a fancy, though. Just yeah. pull up a chair and, and lay out there. If it's, like, super hot, maybe in the shade. Greg's usually in the shade. I am a vampire. And uh, just, you know, be on vacation for a moment. Mm-hmm. Get a drink if that's your thing. Let the kids play around. Most of the resorts have, like, the dedicated kid play area, mm-hmm. especially a lot of the deluxe resorts have, like, kind of, like, fancy 
or like maybe more elaborate, I should say. Water park-esque. Um, yeah, like the little like splash zones. Polynesian is like them. its own water park. Like that is a water park. It's so cool. I mean, it's even so like cool. the Riviera is cool. The Grand Floridian over there be- between the main building and the Villas building has the big Mad Hatter's hat that fills up with water and eventually like you know, it fills up and dumps over. Like those mm-hmm. types of things is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those are all really fun um, at the resorts that, that have those types of things. But just relax. Um, you never know what's going on poolside. I'm like usually the person that's like, we got to hurry up and have fun. We have to hurry up and get there so we can have fun. <laughs> so Sometimes you just got to like. Well, it's hard because you're like you feel like you're spending a bunch of money and you want to experience all the things. Mm. And I think it's like sometimes you just have to sit back and be like, listen, you're not going to experience everything. That's why they do it this way because they want you to come back. So you're going to spend a bunch of money, but like try to relax and enjoy it and be casual. Yes. And I don't know. I, I always got to put my Disney legs on and run everywhere basically. But <laughs> so um, maybe not so much the value resorts, but the moderate and definitely the deluxe typically have two different types of pools, like the feature pool, which usually has the poolside recreation team with the with the DJ yeah, and or games and activities. Yeah, the entertainment going on. By entertainment, I don't mean characters, although. Mm-hmm. Lately, Sometimes. there has been a lot of character sightings where they, they'll be, you know, at a distance. But anyway, um, they're playing games and stuff. They're giving away prizes. We've been at Saratoga Springs Resort one day. Um, it was just like a particularly hot day. It's one of those like days that like almost sets a heat record. So they mm-hmm. like to celebrate. They just gave out free ice cream that day. And the kicker here is that we weren't staying at that resort. We were staying at a different <laughs> resort. We were just there visiting. But we're like, oh, my God, ice cream. Yeah. So um, it was cool. So you never know. I would say your mileage may vary with free ice cream. But it wasn't that long ago that it happened. Um, you just never I know. Think it was, I think that was pre-JPEG, though. So uh, <laughs> anyway, dun, dun, uh, dun. you never know what's going to happen uh, poolside mm-hmm. um, at these resorts. Um, I do want to go back to something you mentioned earlier. Okay. You referenced... Something I had not heard of phrased this way when Kim suggested it via uh-huh. Instagram, yeah. which was lobby sitting. Lobby now, obviously, sitting. like you could probably guess what it is. So just to hear it in her own words, I responded back to Kim and I was like, well, what do you mean when you say lobby sitting? And her response was sitting in a lobby, which I guess I deserve. <laughs> She's right? like, uh, hello, Greg. <laughs> yes. But she gave some a little more specific examples. So I feel like um, these particular scenes I could get behind. So. As an example, at Wilderness Lodge, when you're done with your uh, Mickey scavenger hunt, she um, is a fan of lobby sitting here in one of the rocking chairs by the creek. So when you're walking in the resort and the main door is there, um, or if you're coming off um, from the bus, that you're going to make a right. But if you're coming in the main way, it's straight in the back to the right. Um, That's where the, the creek starts that eventually leads outside and goes into the pool area. And there's just a bunch of just chairs there. There's regular and rocking chairs. And it's for like calm it's relaxing mm-hmm. you hear like the little the babbling brook yeah. of uh um the little water sh- right we there we should have had a little babbling brook like sound the bubbler if you will yeah um it's at a nice the place to kind of like unwind you know yes just like relax yeah let the wilderness come to you um at the grand floridian she likes to sit by the piano and that's a good one mm, because if yeah. you're there obviously when there's a piano player again no one's really talking around you so you you're able to you're able to kind of just be quiet and unwind. Mm-hmm. So lobby sitting's great, man. Yes. What else was there? Um, over at the Polynesian, she likes to hang out in any of the clusters of the mm-hmm. chairs upstairs on the second floor there, like outside Ohana right yeah. there. Um, and she also added this. It's, quote, usually with some sugary coffee drink that tastes mm. more like a milkshake than coffee, yeah. which I think we can get by. And that's vacation mode. I'm with but you on that. 
it winds up being just great people watching moments, right? You're inside, you're in the air conditioning, you're in a beautiful place like the Polynesian. It smells nice. Um, I've been there before where they were handing out trays of cookies. Maybe I'm just good luck. I don't know. But you just never know what you're going to find there. Um, so well, lobby you're just sitting, there all the time, Greg. So That's what it is. <laughs> uh, the joke was I was telling, like, that day when it happened to Nicole, I was like, man, I'm just like, I could just really go for, like, a little something. And, like, five minutes later, there's a cast member <laughs> walking around with a truck. And, by the way, we weren't staying there either. We were yeah. just visiting. It's like, I'll take yeah. a cookie. Thanks. You're um, like, oh, my kid's in the bathroom. Can I grab one for them? <laughs> no, well, the deal is, like, Nicole can't eat it because she has the gluten mm, allergy. But her, just like when we go to Costco, she knows the deal. She takes yeah. it, and then she gives me hers. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why we're married. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that's it. That's the basis of our relationship. Yeah, she just, because she gets all the food for you. She's my, my food truck. Super good. Did you hear that? Sorry, Doug just sneezed, and I'm like. No. Bless you, Doug. <laughs> it was loud. Um, so the next thing that was suggested from the Instagrams was the Skyliner tour. Mm. Um, so Avery suggested getting over to Riviera to eat at, I can never say this right. Primo Piatto. Primo Piatto, or Le Petit Café. Or you can fly over to Caribbean. Nope, that's not what that is, right? Yeah, sorry. I did some Disney acronyms. It's Caribbean okay. Beach Resort. Yeah. My gosh, Greg does acronyms in here, acronyms in here and I'm like, what? Um, he said fly over to CBR to eat at Sebastian's Bistro. Or you can fly over to Pop and Art, Pop Century and Art of Animation and walk around. So there's just a lot of theming, obviously, the mm-hmm. Art of Animation. I love Art of Animation. There's a lot of cool stuff to look at there, um, specifically the car section and the Lion King section. Those are great places. Um, but yeah, thanks, Avery, for that suggestion. That's a good one. I feel like um, you can just like ride the Skyliner pretty much. That's it. That's it's like I, that's actually that's coming up is um, yeah. just like just ride like the Skyliner just itself is it. basically an attraction. Yeah. Now, I know maybe if heights aren't your thing, that then this is not the solution for you. But if you don't mind, um, I think it's a great just a great thing to do on its own. Um, shout out to Paul who loves uh, infrastructure and transportation. So that's why he loves the Skyliner. This is mm. a jam. But anyway, um, the thing about uh, Art of Animation is that if you have anyone in your family who loves cars, The Little Mermaid, uh, Finding Nemo, or The Lion King. Did I say that one already? Mm-hmm. Um, those four uh, motion pictures. There's like there's cool photo opportunities yeah. there. Um, it's a little bit like the All-Stars and, and Pop Century where it's like you kind of like the big in-your-face stuff. Yeah. But what's different about the cars and um, Lion King and Nemo is that it's it's not like quite the same. They're more scenes than just kind of like big random like statues, right? Yeah. The Little Mermaid one is looks more like Pop Century because it was supposed to be Pop Century. But you know <laughs> that if you listen to our resort rundown. So... Um, it's just cool. Like it, it's mm-hmm. just different. Like to me, that's the clo- the closest thing you're gonna get to Cars Land and California Adventure in Disneyland area is the Art of Animation Resort because yeah. you can walk around and you feel like you're in maybe like as a, a suburb of Radiator Springs. There, it's just yeah. really cool. And I can't remember what sets off the seagulls over there. I don't know if it's just walking by or if it's like I don't know. It does I just it on the hour. Randomly do it, but who knows? I think they might randomly do it. But the it's fun too because the seagulls kind of go off over there in the Finding Nemo yeah, section. Either mine, mine, mine. That's fun. Um, speaking of the Skyliner, Simone suggested breakfast at Topolino. So Topolino is the restaurant at the top of the Riviera. It's on my list. It is a character dining experience. Mm-hmm. Just FYI, it is a difficult reservation to get. Mm-hmm. I have been trying for months to go, and I haven't been successful. Oh, you're not um, super lucky. You didn't just get a reservation, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. Um, uh, she also uh, pointed out how uh, fun the pictures are to take up there. So the balcony up at the top of um, Topolino. So I think that's called like the terrace at Topolino or something like mm-hmm. 
um, overlooks the resort. So you like kind of get like the courtyard of the resort. I mean, you're high up there. There's, I don't know how many stories there are. I shouldn't have started that sentence. You're pretty high up there. But in the background, you can see the Skyliner going. You can see um, Hollywood Studios. And I think when you're up that high, you might start to be able to see parts of Epcot. Um, it's great during the day because it's just cool to be up that high. And then at night, you can see fireworks, depending on where you're looking. Yeah. If, if Hollywood Studios ever decides to do fireworks again, you'd see those for sure. So it's just a really cool um, vantage point up there. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk about the next one? Because I know you love this area. Um, the boardwalk's a cool place mm-hmm. to be. And remember, if you have your own car, you don't just get to park there because it's a destination. You, you do have to follow the rules here. Take there, you know, take the, the boat if you're or walk over if you're in the area. Skyliner over if you're at one of the other uh, four Skyliner resorts. Or you can switch, go to Epcot and walk out the back, right? It's the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great place to people watch. They have their ice cream shop there. There is occasional live entertainment, depending on time of day and season, um, pr- probably typically at night. Coming soon, the new um, restaurant's going to open out there, the new like big bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have that to look forward to new. It's its own thing. It's a destination. We talked about it in our yeah. um, resort rundown of the boardwalk. There's, it's just its own environment. It's its own thing. You got to check it out. You want to get dressed up and pretend like you're Nucky Thompson from Boardwalk Empire. You could do yes. that too. Might make you feel great. Um, <laughs> There's the Atlantic Dance Hall. It's a it's a, f- a place that you could go to when it's operating, you know, um, and guess what you do there? You the dance. dance. And uh, Jelly Rolls is right across the, the way there as well with guess the dueling pianos. There. That's its own thing. Guess what you do there? You jelly roll. You roll your jelly. <laughs> and um, that one, there is a cover charge for that. What? Um, to roll your own jelly? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a topless bar. It's not. No, no it's not. But... Um, it's, uh, you, you get something out of it though. I mean, the entertainments, um, I hear, I still haven't done it, believe it or not. I hear it's fantastic. <laughs> um, so, uh, I did want to point that out. Good one. Uh, the next one was just a morning walk around Port Orleans Riverside and French Quarter. And this was from Mariah. Um, and then of course, after you do your little walk around, go get some beignets. Um, and this was also just a popular suggestion that a lot of people said, um, just can't say enough about like how nice. It is over there, right? Yeah. I mean, your boy chooses the Port Orleans Riverside of French Quarter Resort as maybe top two places to, to run around. Like, it's, it's beautiful peaceful. to go there right before the sun rises. And then, I mean, maybe maybe don't do this on your vacation, but I'll tell you why I go there. Um, I get there before the sun rises. I do my little run. And then as I'm finishing on my run, like, the, you know, the sun's rising. It's, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just It's, like, such a beautiful place. And, of course, you know, we can't go wrong with beignets. And they have boozy beignets too. If you're like a morning they drinker, do. you, can you really in- want to do can that. You can inject alcohol into your <laughs> beignet. Um, Christy suggested dinner. This is what she said: <laughs> dinner at somewhere I'm not currently staying. A good change in atmosphere, and that's just like get a meal somewhere else, switch yeah. it up. I kind of think about it like going to Vegas. I've only been to Vegas once, but one thing we did was basically like go into all the different hotels down the strip. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of concept. Yeah. Maybe it requires a little more that's traveling, what they have in there. but. Yeah, get get a, get a meal somewhere other than where you're staying to switch up and broaden your experience. Um, okay, the next one is from Kristen, and many other people said this too, was uh, go to the Polynesian and get your Dole Whip there. Mm. So you can do this at the Pineapple Lanai. Um, you can, like, people watch down there too, but you can get a Dole Whip over at the Poly. Have no fear if you don't have a ticket to the parks yes. that day. You can go get one over there. Absolutely. And you can get my favorite. Um, I like to do the... Uh, I like to do the vanilla soft. I don't know if they have this at Pineapple and I, but I like to do the vanilla soft serve with the. That's where that. That's where you get it. That's the only yeah. place that still has Apparently. the. Apparently, the so vanilla. Highly recommend. Um, I have two more okay. that were uh, suggested in, and then I have this secret list. Not really a secret list, secret but list. um, 
I have a, another quick little um, list of things that I really didn't know were a thing that I want to share with you. Most of these, a couple of these you're going to remember. But, okay, two more suggestions. This one's from Caroline. She suggested character dining, um, which makes sense, right? But mm-hmm. what she brought up, which I thought was interesting, was she does uh, character dining specifically to avoid long character meet and greet lines in the park. Mm. Like, get your quality character mm-hmm. time in before the parks. So when you're in the park, you can maybe focus on the on the true rides as opposed to the meet and greets. Like, huh, that's a, that's a good way to approach that. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering ones that I recommend as far as good character dining experiences um, outside the parks, you know, some are better than others. But I have always enjoyed the Chef Mickey breakfast. Actually, all three of these are breakfast. Um, Chef Mickey breakfast over at the Contemporary. Ohana breakfast at Polynesian. Ohana dinner is not character, but breakfast is. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Lilo and Stitch, Mickey and Pluto, and it is great. The food's good. Characters are cool. And like we mentioned before, Topolino at the top of Riviera. Get it? Topolino? Top? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Who knew? And then the next one's quick. This is from at that Disney underscore world um, suggesting going over to the beach club for a milkshake. Yeah. At Beaches and Cream. You can get it to go. Then they like to sit on the beach in a chair and relax. Mm-hmm. Beaches That's a and good Cream one. is also a table service option if you wanted to make a reservation to make that maybe more of the focus. But you can get your milkshake to go, sit on the beach, and just relax. Like that's that's a vibe, right? That's yeah, uh, That is. sounds like vacation to me. They got some legit milkshakes over there. Okay. Come along on this quick journey with me okay. as we as we approach the hour mark. And I feel like most of our episodes are around this. So um, we're going to go a little long because I have, I have a, another list of things to do at resorts that in my research of things to do at resorts for this episode, I was like, oh, I actually didn't know that was a thing uh, for most of these. Let's start with something I did know. We've talked about the Starlight Safari at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge and our Animal Kingdom Lodge resort rundown. Just wanted to bring that up in case you forgot. It has a nighttime safari. It's an hour long. Right now it's at 8.30 and 11. The time changes depending on when the sun goes down and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But that's an experience. It's at night. Maybe that rules out the kids. I feel like 8.30 is a little bit more fair of a time. But anyway, a unique experience nonetheless. We talked about the horse-drawn carriages. Okay. Um, did you know that at the Riviera, they have an activity called painting on the Riviera? Disney describes it as an afternoon of painting a classic Disney picture in an instructor-led class. Um, It includes one alcoholic beverage, and then throughout the session, they have complimentary soda, water, and light snacks. It is $40 per adult, but you walk away with your painting, painting. you had an alcoholic drink, and then beverages and snacks. Yeah. Plus, you know, a unique experience where maybe you might learn how to draw better with an instructor. Mm -hmm. So that's over at Riviera called Painting on the Riviera. We talked about the Atlantic Dance Hall and Jelly Rolls at Boardwalk. Coronado. Coronado Springs, which is a resort we haven't talked about yet in this What to Do Outside the Parks. Mm -hmm. It's right there in the middle of of property, basically. You can take a bus there. There's really no other mode of transportation. It's not connected to the Skylander line or the monorail line, so really bus. Um, They have the Spanish Mosaic Art Experience. Um, This is described as Disney with immerse yourself in a Spanish art tradition as you design your own mosaic showpiece with a touch of Disney flair. So the picture that they showed or that I saw was like a, a Mickey, like a silhouette Mickey, you know, head um, with like the stained glass kind of a mosaic tile or rock or whatever that thing is. Yeah. Um, it's just really cool. So huh. it's $25 per person. It's still Everything I'm talking about is still going on. Yeah. That's why I wanted to make sure I mentioned this is all some things that returned post-COVID. $25 per person, but you, you get... You get a piece yeah, of art that something. you made at the end, as well as the experience of making it. 
And they say um, that at, during the holiday season, they sometimes are able to switch up the thing, and it's big enough um, of an item that they give you something to pack it in to take home so it doesn't nice. break, which cool. is also really cool. Um, one other thing, oh, that's it for the resorts. Well, I'm talking about things that I didn't know existed. Um, if we can hop over to Springs, and then we'll talk about Springs too. Yeah. Um, over at Emirates Patisserie, you can do the Emirates Patisserie Cake Decorating Experience. This is a 90-minute class led by a Disney pastry artist, which when's the last time you hung out with a Disney pastry artist? Right. Um, during the class, you'll decorate a Disney character dome cake. And one mm-hmm. reservation is, um, it allows one guest, so it could be you and a guest. It's the same price whether it's just you or you and a guest, just FYI. Okay. It is $199 per reservation. Um, so it better be like a legit the best cake, cake decorating. you've ever tried. Yes. <laughs> Because the cake itself, I think, is like f- almost $40. Okay. Um, so I guess it, it costs more to decorate it yourself as opposed to paying someone else to do it. I don't know, but I'm sure it's it's it, it's got to be a unique it's experience. It's experience, really, yeah. They don't mess around. I feel like you're going to get a good yeah. product at the end of that. Um, anything I've ever had there at the patisserie is pretty good. So just a couple of things that I didn't know they did. Those. Specifically, the, the painting of the Riviera, the Spanish mosaic art, and the cake decorating thing. I just I just did not know where things. Yeah. All right, so should we should we stay over in Disney? Yeah, what Springs? else is going on? At we have Disney a couple Springs. things in Disney Springs. Uh, Splitsville people. Uh, Sam mentioned. Don't forget about Splitsville. That's where you can go bowling over in Disney Springs. Um, yes. I mean, you can also go watch a movie in Disney Springs. There's plenty of rest uh, restaurants to try out over there. Plenty of stuff to do at Disney Springs. Um, yes, really good people watching. Really good desserts. You can go to World of Disney or WAD if you if you want to <laughs> speak sp- of the language. Speak the language. Um, Disney Springs is just a great, like, usually I'm like, take it, like, make sure you have an extra day and just go to Disney Springs and do all the stuff yeah, over there. Yeah, a lot to do. So, what do you have from Disney um, Springs? I, I try not to go to Disney Springs on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. That's my thing. It's, it's a bit busy. I mean, think about it. Not only is it a weekend so locals go, but a lot of people travel on weekends and they don't go to the parks. They do go to Disney Springs. So, I would say maybe do some of these other things on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and then maybe do Springs on a different day. But yeah. then again... I'd also but want to go I to the park choo- on a weekday. Yeah, I was like, if I had to choose, though, between parks and Disney yes. Springs, I would go to the parks during the I would week go and the then go to Disney Springs. Same thing. Yeah, to do it. Um, just weekend. a quick couple of recommendations there. I do like Everglaze, the donut place, mm-hmm. big big gluttonous donuts. Mm-hmm. But you're on vacation, so uh, live your life. Calories um, don't count at peanut- Disney. I thought you heard about that. I, <laughs> I usually get the peanut butter explosion. Um, they call it that because it's the same going in as it is coming out. <laughs> peanut butter explosion and um for other like disney treats because everglaze is not disney owned and operated but if you're looking for disney treats goofy's candy company and candy cauldron are at disney springs they're basically on opposite sides of the of the springs so you're really never far um for all the the gluten-free fam out there uh visit aaron mckenna's bakery nyc all products there are gluten-free and vegan i am all about the treats i want to make sure that you all have an opportunity to do that so I kind of mentioned this one earlier, but John, our buddy John Meets World, um, he said try out different kinds of uh, Disney transportation. So yes. he suggests riding the resort boats to the parks and not getting off. You can do this around Seven Seas Lagoon, Bay Lake, or Crescent Lake, which includes the Swan and Dolphin and the Beach and Yacht Club and the Boardwalk. Um, or just riding the Skyliner around, which is great. Like we talked about that. It's basically, yeah. like you said, it's a free attraction. Just ride it. If you just ain't scared on. of heights, you can just ride <laughs> on in there. Um, if you're wondering how to get on the Skyliner, like if you're if you're staying at any resort, you can take a bus to Hollywood Studios. If you're not staying at a, a Skyliner resort, and then just hop on the Skyliner there, start mm-hmm. at Studios, and then make your way around. Um, if you're wondering how to how to how to get there, yeah. 
you do have to pay to park at Hollywood Studios unless you're staying at a Disney Resort or you're, um, you know, an annual pass holder. So if you are yeah. staying at a different Disney Resort, there's no fee involved here, right? Just park at Hollywood. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. One, just one person, Mike, shout out to Mike, suggested golf. Shout um, out. They are Disney World known mm-hmm. for, for its golf courses. Or if you prefer the more cartoon version of mini golf, there are two places with three different uh, mini golf courses. Mm-hmm. So there's the Fantasia Gardens near the, the Beach Club boardwalk area. And then the Winter Summerland, um, basically across the street from Coronado, if you will, or attached to Blizzard Beach, Beach, I should say. Mm-hmm. And that one has two courses, a summer course and a winter course. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I've been to um, the Winter Summerland course twice in the past, maybe two months. Yeah. And I had fun both times. It's, it's a good time. And those are, uh, it's $14 for adults and $12 for kids. Yeah, that's not bad for like an hour, listen, hour and a half. If of you're a fun. golfer, I've I'm not a golfer, but I've heard many wonderful things about the golf courses at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, they have those cool. There's certain resorts that have the cool um, caddies that like you just wear a little tag and it literally just follows you. We've had um, the Disney oh. Dinks have done that a few times. Like they've showed videos of um, of going out golfing and they it's like a I don't know it's a whole thing. I'm like it's the weirdest yeah. thing, but literally you're just wearing this little tag. <laughs> And the cart like follows you. It's just I don't That's know. Awesome. It's crazy, but um, I mean, it's a Disney themed golf course. What could be better? You're in Florida. Yeah, in Florida. Yeah, um, and I have a few things. You want to do this one for Maggie, and then I've got a couple other things that I want to mention. Yeah. So um, Maggie suggested if you have a car. So if you're on property, if you've rented a car, you've driven here, visit some neighboring towns. Uh, Celebrations are really popular one. Winter Garden, people love Winter Garden. They have mm-hmm. like a nice, um, like small town kind of a vibe in there. Um, Winter Park or Claremont are two other um, popular things. Um, but definitely Celebration and Winter Garden are the two most popular. So yeah. explore the area. I mean, I know maybe you, you might be thinking I didn't fly down to Disney to not go to Disney, but we're talking about on your non-park day if you really want to change up your experience. Yeah, what you doing? Um, so I did have the mini golf stuff on my list as well, but one of the things that I wanted to mention was this is a little bit out there. You do need a car for this, um, or you can take an Uber if you want to, but it's take a day and go to the Lakeland Antique Mall. Oh, yes. So this is the um, the one that you've probably seen a bunch of YouTube videos about. Basically, um, I don't know, like, how they get all their stuff. I don't know if it's, like, through <laughs> auctions and things, but it's a lot of, like, old antique things from the Disney parks, mm, um, and you yes. can purchase them there. And some things are very expensive. So it's just kind of cool to go see what they have, like, you may or may not be spending money there because things are a little bit pricey. But um, just like watching people do videos going through and showing what they have, sometimes it's like, wow, that's really cool that they have these things. Um, and that's usually open from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. I think it closes at 6 on Sundays. But that's just kind of like a cool, like if you love antiquing and stuff, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people out there that love doing that. Like this is the ultimate Disney antique okay. mall. So it's called the Lakeland Antique Mall. Google it. Google it. I would say it's probably like an hour-ish drive from, okay. from Disney. So set aside some time. But yeah, I yeah. mean, I've seen some of the things people got from there. And they're like legit. It's so. cool. The other couple things that I had were you can do fishing excursions. If you would like, oh, um, yes. Disney offers fishing excursions for you to do. So if that's like another thing that you're really into, um, mm-hmm. you can book some of those. I don't remember which exactly the resort, but I mean, these are all things that are easily Googleable. And Googleable. They're Googleable. <laughs> Googable. They're Googable. I like saying Googable. <laughs> um, and the other word is doing a fireworks by boat excursion. You can rent. Oh, yes. You can do the fireworks. Uh, what is it called, Greg? Why can't I think of it? Like the fireworks cruise? Yeah, the fireworks cruise yeah. is what it is. Um, the Mouselets have you know, talked about this. They've done it. Um, we've seen some other 
like videos and stuff on it, but do the fireworks cruise. It's like you get to go all around. I think they said that the, um, it wasn't the magic kingdom one. It was the other one. Maybe I think that was better. I don't remember which one was better, but, um, they like take you all around and they show you all the things and then you can watch the fireworks from your boat. So yeah. you can bring snacks and I think you can bring like up to eight or 10 people on those. Cause they're on, yes. um, they're on the, uh, pontoon boats. They're like the, you know, the deck boats. And they have yes, somebody driving you, you, so it's not like you have to provide a driver either. Like, because I mean, if you yeah, rent that's... a boat, I think you have to obviously somebody has to have a boater's license or drive, be able to drive a boat. Yeah, no, they they drive you. But with the fireworks, like your little VIP host. Yeah, with the fireworks excursion, you don't have to have that. So, and if it's cold out, they like bring blankets and stuff. So, just something else that's cool to do. Yeah, it's over at Seven Seas Lagoon. So those resorts over there are on Crescent Lake as well. That's the body of water yeah, that's around like the Boardwalk Beach Club over yes. by Epcot. That's all I got. All right. Well, thanks for coming along on this journey with us, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it took you listening to this to realize that there's like there's a lot of stuff to do, right? I mean, we talk a lot about stuff to do in the park, thus the name of this podcast, Living That <laughs> Park Life. So we're kind of veering uh, away from that for a moment um, because there is some time that you might need to spend outside the park. There's just a lot to do. And we did not name everything. I mean, you, you can go resort by resort and name a bunch of things. A lot of overlap, but... Mm-hmm. Um, these were our highlights, things we recommended, and um, some suggestions. So yeah. hopefully you were taking notes. I don't know. You can just go back. Go back and listen. You can to just again. go back. You can rewind. All right. Let's. Uh, I have two quick little nugs. Yeah. Little mini itty itty bitty little nugs. Let's do it. All right, you ready? Two nuggets in less than 30 seconds. Go. The Amazon Hey Disney devices are rolling out yeah. at the Polynesian Village Resort in select rooms. It is spreading to the whole resort soon, but not the DVC side of things. Um, other resorts will follow. It's in a testing mode. I will tell you that the devices have been set to the microphone being off, mm. and then as you enter the room, you were able to put it back on, and that might be like a concern for some people. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then in case you missed it, Splash Mountain is closing on January 23rd, 2023. Okay, moving on. End of the nuggets. Was that 30 seconds? I feel like that was about 30. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Um, and then we all know what's what's happening there. All right, we'll go back in time for some Disney history. As always, they're brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets. Make sure you're following them on TikTok and Instagram and their website and all their fun and unique Disney-inspired merchandise. All right, what do you got? I'm going back to 1901 when oh, Walter Elias Disney was born. Who? Walter Elias Disney. Oh, I'm kidding, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I did say his name right. Yes, um, December 5th, 1901 was when he was born. So um, I was like looking up stuff and I was like, wait, today's his birthday. Yes. I was like, wait, 1901? Dang. Um, so, yeah, he was born um, to Flora and Elias. Obviously, he was named after his dad in their two story cottage at 1249 Trip Avenue in a newly developed section of Chicago, Illinois. I don't think that Chicago. address is there. I think that uh, another sub note was like the address. Like that street name was actually changed mm-hmm. later down the road, so you can, I don't yeah. think you can really Google it. But anyway, okay. What you got? All right, I'm gonna take us back to 2019, which might not sound like it was long ago, but a lot has happened since then. Um, this week in 2019, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance officially opened at Hollywood Studios. If you're unfamiliar, Star it's an attraction that combines a trackless dark ride, a walkthrough, a motion simulator, and a drop ride system. It's an all-in-one complete package, yeah, and is. everything can be yours if the price is right. Um, it's a <laughs> it's a wonderful ride. We talked about it last week when we were talking about what we think might be the best 
um, attraction at Disney World. Good stuff. All right. The end of history. Before you wrap it up first, Greg, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave us a review on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcasts. If you want to follow along with us on the Instagram or TikToks, we are at that Parklight Podcast, and my personal Instagram account is at the Real Beth McDonald, and I am at the Disney Greg. And as always, you can head over to our website, thatparklifepodcast.com, to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, moment, um, just share any Disney magic. You can also submit a magic gram. That's where we send some Disney magic to friends and family members who can't get to the park or just love Disney in general. We like to do that for you. Um, and also something else that I want to mention, if you are looking for an episode that you knew when we talked about a certain subject, you can go to our website and do a word search and find out all the episodes that mention that word. Now, not like the word the, but you know, if we're talking about <laughs> genie plus or something, um, yes. that's just an easy way to look up our episodes. Cause you know, we're coming up on 200 y'all. Uh, anyways, lastly, if you want to join our lovely gang of Disney nerds, head over to patreon.com slash that park life to get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into our lives um, you get regular episodes ad free there as well. And yeah, we're just amazing. We have a friends and family thing over on the Patreon. You just get a little bit, um, get a little bit more access to us, if you will, and just learn a little bit more about our lives and sometimes yeah. get some Disney secrets. So, oops. Things, I wonder who they're from. Things that we don't share um, on the big pod as we call it. Correct. Yes. Um, all right. I've got a quote for you today as we wrap up here from Donald Fauntleroy Duck, DFD. Mm. Um, from DuckTales, the movie. I'm not going to be able to say it in his Donald voice. So I'll say it in nasally Greg voice. I could get Doug to come do it, but I won't. <laughs> Quote, happiness is the richest thing we will ever own. On that note, <laughs> we leave you all. We'll see you next week for a Disney Resort Rundown yeah. episode. All right, we'll see you then, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>